If you're not going to make the time to educate yourself about your business and how to get that sucker fixed, go get a job, please, for your and your family's sake. Everything is stacked against you. The things you're doing aren't going to fix it. For some reason, when it comes down to branding your plumbing company, we attract a customer that doesn't want to pay us top dollar for our service. They don't even value us as plumbers. It's your business. You know your business. Are you trying to grow? Are you trying to shrink? What are you trying to do? Do you want more leads or less leads? I want more leads, I'm gonna spend more. It doesn't matter what your marketing costs. It costs a certain amount to get a customer. You have to be willing to spend it. What's up, Joel? <laughs> hey, Jared, sorry, I was just thinking something funny to myself. Good. <laughs> What's up, man, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Long time no see. I know, dude, it feels like a long time. I mean, in this environment. Yeah, podcast Wednesday. Um, Is it Wednesday today? <laughs> it's Wednesday, dude. Dude, oh, dude cool. today we're gonna talk about how to get more customers. Oh man, that's a good conversation. Bam. It is a good conversation because a lot of guys think they need more customers and sometimes they're right, but there's a bunch of stuff they need in place before they get more customers. Mm -hmm. And number two, they don't know how to act like they don't know how to get customers, but mm -hmm. then they don't know how to afford getting new customers. Right. Yeah, sure. How often do you hear from plumbers? Google leads are ridiculous or, or I can't afford to, pay that much for a customer yeah what i heard most recently was that was two hundred dollars to get that lead and then i said what if the lead was five hundred dollars yeah and then he's like well you know it's, it's not worth it it's not yeah it's not yeah. worth it to him to do it exactly so in the discussion of talking about more customers mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. uh it really boils down to a system oh yeah definitely. you need to have a system mm -hmm. for attracting customers to your business mm -hmm. and you need to think mm -hmm. way longer term Okay. Mm -hmm. And then number Dude. two, mm -hmm. like there's, or I guess there's two parts of the system, right? Mm -hmm. There's the marketing system, mm -hmm. but then if you want the marketing system to work, you need to have your, your pricing system sure. set up as well. And sure. when I say pricing system, not just your whole pricing system, but specifically like budgeting for your marketing. Right. right. So yeah. So we can talk about those. Yeah. I think that sounds like a, a very relevant conversation um, for just what companies are struggling with now. Like we know yeah. guys that are just having trouble getting work. Um, and sometimes like my question, like even at this moment, cause I had a call the other day and this guy had an agency mm -hmm. and it was, he didn't know what to do to like generate energy before this agency kicks off. Mm -hmm. And like he was doing certain things, like he was doing door knockers probably wasn't doing any Facebook or anything like that. Uh -huh. um, but he just felt like there was nothing he could do. Cause uh -huh. I didn't really, at the moment I was like, I don't really know like exactly what you could do. Like it's a, Hey man, if you go do this, this will help you get work while you're waiting for this marketing company to optimize. Uh -huh. He was on pay-per-click. So I think they had stuff from his last marketing that they could turn on pay-per-click like right away, uh -huh. but he wasn't seeing much from it. Yeah. So like, what would you speak to that guy in that? scenario it's tough because you don't have the system in place mm, sure and so like a sure, lot of yeah sure what'll happen a lot is guys put the cart before the horse right so mm -hmm. they'll start hiring guys they'll start growing their business yep. they'll get on service titan or whatever software mm -hmm. they'll buy all these tools they'll buy all the trucks mm -hmm. and then they don't have the system in place where they can you know get more jobs they can sure. spend more money sure. get more jobs right mm -hmm. so like when i think of marketing like so the old, the big overview system of marketing, mm -hmm. okay? I think of marketing like a box. Yeah. And essentially, it's a box that you want to be able to put money in and get more money out. Right. Right? The black box. Right. And it's a money printing machine. It's a magical machine. When you get it working, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 
But so the the reality of the box is you put money in and calls come in, mm. form fills come in, mm-hmm. Facebook messages come in, GMB messages come in, GLSA messages come in, and wherever else you're advertising, right? Right. And you have to have the ability to then take that call or that form or mm-hmm. that Facebook message and turn it into a book job. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be able to take that book job and turn it into a sold job. Right. And then you have right. to have the ability to do the work at a high enough level mm-hmm. to create a happy customer. Sure. That's willing to leave you a five-star review. Sure. Right? So then you can get more customers, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how you turn, like, that's really the full picture of the book. It's sure. like, okay, my marketing spits out these things over here. Mm-hmm. And then I take those and I turn them into money. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a money printing machine. That's, right. Yeah, sure. And that's the whole system. So what you need to have figured out is like, imagine imagine you went to a job, right? And you and you didn't know if you were making money and you didn't mm-hmm. have that marketing budget put into your hourly rate sure. or into the price of your jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're never going to be able to spend enough on marketing to get enough of those right. form fills, phone calls, Facebook messages, whatever, right? Yeah. Hold on. In that in that situation, where is that like money to spend on even the marketing that that company might have? Where does that come from? That's the tough part. It's like the chicken or the egg. Like which one came first, right? Yeah, because like there there comes a point in your business like you can like so when I started out, it was I got on Facebook, right? Put out messages on my just my personal page, like mm-hmm. hey, I started my plumbing company. Mm-hmm. If you need help. I'd love to help you out. Here's my phone number. Um, that got me a ton of work. But I went in. I was like super active to go add as many friends mm-hmm. as I could mm-hmm. in the Fairbanks area. And I did this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I had like guys, I mm-hmm. was still doing this just mm-hmm. because like when you start marketing with a marketing company, it takes a while for that stuff to kick off. Yep. It takes a while for you to get the brand awareness mm-hmm. in your area. It takes a while to mm-hmm. build the marketing system, right? So... Mm-hmm. You need to start off with things that that take lots of effort, right. but very little money. Because mm-hmm. likely when you start your business, mm-hmm. the one thing you're lacking is cash flow. You don't have a ton of cash. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out how to generate those first few leads or first few jobs right. with very little cash. Mm-hmm. So the one thing you do have, the one resource you do have is lots of effort. Right? Mm-hmm. You can put sure. a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. So you can. You can go door knock. Mm-hmm. Like you can go get on Facebook and just tell everybody I'm starting my business. You can start mm-hmm. calling all the contacts in your phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could mm-hmm. drum up some work, mm-hmm. right? And sure. make some money. Sure. And then you can take that money, right? Mm-hmm. And then go apply it to marketing. Mm-hmm. That's how that would work. Gotcha. So that's sort of where you would get in this in this scenario where the marketing budget isn't covered in the price. Yeah. You would have to do this like extra work to sort of come yeah. up with the money to then pay the marketing company to yep. get you the lead at whatever cost. Yeah, and that's kind of just part of the deal, right? Yeah, sure. And yeah, so, you would just assume that, yeah, that's just how we do this. That's yeah. just the work that happens. Yep. And so, like, if I was working and I was thinking of quitting my job mm. to start my own plumbing business, mm-hmm. um, I would probably, if I was single, I would just quit and go for it, right? Because <laughs> your yeah. expenses can be so low. Yeah, sure. I would lower my expenses to where it was ridiculous i could do one job and it pay for my month expenses right mm-hmm. um but if i had a family i think i would just chill i would chill at work and i would go do side work like sure go do work on the weekends for friends and family 
or friends and family of their family. Or maybe if like, because I know some guys they're in markets and they don't know anybody in their market. So I guess in that case, then it would be like you'd still do side work for people in that neighborhood you want to primarily serve or that area we could say. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Any area. Yeah. Just go do some work do for something somebody to get your name somewhere. Out. Yeah. Like figure out how to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Right. The I always tell everybody, you got to be willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Right? True. And true. that's and that's throughout your entire business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the way you do whatever it takes ends up changing. Mm-hmm. So the what you put into whatever it takes ends up changing mm-hmm. based on the resources that you have, right? right. Um, but it, it never ends. You're always doing whatever it takes to make it work, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, sure. Because you you want to make it work, mm-hmm. right? And if you want it to work, then you have to do you have to be willing to mm-hmm. do whatever it takes to make it work, right? Yeah, and you're in the you're in the perspective of that failure is not an option. Yeah. You're just totally. gonna make it work. Yeah, don't fail. Yeah. Yeah. And don't and don't even look at failure as a failure. Look at sure, it yeah, as, of course. Mm-hmm. This was a good learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like if you did put the cart before the horse, mm-hmm. you're hiring guys, you don't have a good solid marketing system in place, mm-hmm. then recognize that and go, okay, I put the cart before the horse, lesson learned. Mm-hmm. You can either do your best to hold on to the guys you got while your system gets up and going, or mm-hmm. sometimes you got to let them go, depending on how much cash you have. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but it's what you got to do to get the thing going again, right? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So the system has like the system is more than one thing mm-hmm. right so a lot of guys think i just need to i got this one tiktok ad going sure or they see the ad on instagram or facebook reels mm-hmm. for this guy that's going to you know get them 35 water mm-hmm. heater leads and they're like cool I'll just do water heaters all day long I'll right make, yeah make tons dream, of dream money. scenario easy yeah. easy um that might work and it might work for a little bit but it's only going to work for a little bit Right. Sure. Marketing, the system of marketing is really having a bunch of different things going. Right. right? It's not just one thing. That's what makes it a system. Right. right. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I guess to describe the system, like what is the marketing system? Mm. We'd have to start with, you know, maybe we should put them in order mm-hmm. of how I would tackle them mm-hmm. if I started mm-hmm. my business. Sure. And then we can go from there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we'll talk about how to actually afford, like basically have an unlimited budget for new customers. Right. Right. What does Alex Ramosi call, call it? It's like the infinite acquisition method or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're basically doing that in your in your business. Mm-hmm. You're creating, mm-hmm. you're designing your business in a way to where you can afford to get as many customers as you need. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you're not ever stuck without mm-hmm. customers mm-hmm. or you're never stuck without enough money to get customers. Mm-hmm. As soon as you start getting those first few customers, mm-hmm. you now have enough money to go back and get more customers. Right. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> marketing, the marketing system. So it starts with probably... I'm going to say it starts with your logo, mm-hmm. your branding. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I would do branding like first thing. You mean like go hire kick charger, whomever, and then like put yeah. all that money into that branding thing first. Yeah, because it's, it, it is a pretty big expense sure. to get like, especially a, when you're first starting, especially when you're first starting. Mm-hmm. But if you can start with, if you have a decent brand, 
Okay. I'll, I'll say this. If you had enough money mm-hmm. to start with a really good brand, it's going to streamline the whole process. It's yeah, going to make sure. the whole process so much easier. It's going to support all your other marketing ventures yeah. a lot more. Yeah. So if you can stomach that, then yeah, go do it. Sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. This is good coffee. I think this is the best coffee I've made in a while. <laughs> What'd you do differently? I think I put more grinds in. I just made it stronger. <laughs> well, why'd you make it stronger? Did you make a conscious choice? Um, I just put less water in the pot, actually. Oh, because you're like, I don't need to make a lot. Yeah. And then, see, now it's you good. know. Yeah. Um, okay. So you got a system going. If you can start with a good brand, rad. If you can't afford it, just move on. Sure. And then get a good brand when you can afford it. Okay. But starting with a good brand. So a good brand is something that's recognizable. Mm-hmm. So it stands out in your community, basically. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't fit in with everybody else. It has different colors, mm-hmm. different fonts, different avatar than anybody else mm-hmm. in your area. Okay. So that when you're when anybody sees your logo on social media or sees it on Google mm-hmm. or sees it on your van driving around or sees it wherever, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna immediately stand out to them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, this is different. And trigger their brain right. and they're gonna see it. And they're going to remember it, mm-hmm. right? That's where it all starts. So from there, you know, you now have a logo, hopefully one that stands out. Mm-hmm. So you should think about your name. Maybe at that point, it's probably serves you well to do a little bit of research in your market. Because if you're in like a market where there are branded companies, yeah, like you want to still have a nice branded company, but it still needs to be different from what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And the thing is, like, a lot of guys will get tripped up on that. They'll be like, yeah. well, all the plumbing companies are hiring kick charge to do their brand. Yeah. So it's all, everybody like, looks the same. They're I'm all like, this no, way. Not everybody. Sure. Like, yeah. I'll, sure. Go, I'll go to the area and I'll pull up all the Google results for yep, plumbers. Yep. And there will be like 10 that branded with a good company. And there will be like a hundred <laughs> that just look like every other plumber. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so it's still in your favor to do it. There is no advantage to not brand to be different. Yes. If you use blue <laughs> and red and black and you put it on a white van, you're going to look like the other hundred, 200, 300 plumbers yeah. in your area. But if you go brand with a company that makes brands for a living, they're going to do some research. They're going to pick yeah. colors. They're going to pick avatars. Yeah. They're going to pick names things that make you stand out. You're mm-hmm. going to fit in with the 10 in being that you have a nice brand. Right. But you're going to stand out from them as well. Right. But you're going to stand out from everybody. Yeah, right? it'd be better. T- I mean, I'd rather fit in with the 10 than with the 100. Yeah, I mean, right? you're still shrinking the people that you're blending in with, so to speak. Yes. Here's the other thing that a brand is going to do for you. You are immediately going to look like mm. a company that A, is expensive, Mm-hmm. And B, takes care of you. Mm-hmm. And those are the two things you want your customers <laughs> to, like, if I could choose a customer, I would want a customer that wants good quality work, wants to be taken care of, and doesn't mind pri- paying a pretty penny for it. Yeah. Right? I think everybody could agree, if you could choose a customer, mm-hmm. you would choose the one that wants to pay you the most. Mm-hmm. That's just common sense, right? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, when it comes down to branding your plumbing company, we decisively choose to go blue, red, black on a white van, mm. and we attract a customer that doesn't want to pay us top dollar for our service. They don't even value us as plumbers, right? right. They think, uh, I can go get this part 
at Home Depot and I can have my Uncle Jerry do this for right. way less, right? <laughs> right? And it's like, well, why did you call me out here? Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I out here if you, <laughs> you got Uncle Jerry? Go call your Uncle it. Jerry, yeah. right? So you don't want to attract those kind of people to your business. It starts with your brand, right? Yeah, and I think that's a good thing to think about is realizing that you can attract a certain type of customer. Yeah. Because I'll ask guys this question. It's like, okay, so like, are you getting in front of the customers that you actually want to? Yep. A lot of times the... I met with guys who are like, oh man, actually, I just get whoever I get. Yeah, it's because that's the assumption like, that that is what's out there. Yeah, and there's nothing just, else out there. I just want customers. Exactly. No, I don't care what kind of customer yeah. they're. I just want customers. And the right? more I get, the better. Yes, but the reality is, it's not really the more you get; it's the better quality you get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So think mm-hmm. about this, mm-hmm. because a lot of guys have this. They're they come to us especially, and they're like, mm. I just need more leads. Yeah. Right. And the rea- and the mm-hmm. reality is the leads that they're getting, they could make way more money off of, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine you're getting a hundred crappy customers and they're only mm-hmm. willing to pay you a hundred dollars an hour, mm-hmm. right? But yet you can go get fifty. Mm-hmm. You let's you can go get fifty good customers mm-hmm. willing to pay you three hundred dollars an hour. You're gonna make thirty percent more. Mm-hmm. No. You can probably make a lot more. You're going to make a lot more. Yeah. You're going to make uh, 200% more yeah. with the other customers, right? Mm-hmm. So now, which one can you spend more money to get? Well, the ones that are going to pay you more. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then if you're not paying, yeah, if you're just getting all the customers who can't pay you very much, then yep. you're not going to be able to pay as much to get the customers who actually want your services for the exactly. value that they come who with. are willing to pay you mm. good money for it, right? So... If you had to choose, which customer would you choose? Oh, the one that can pay more every time. Yeah. So it's super important in the beginning. Let's mm. focus on attracting the right kind of customer to our business. Mm-hmm. Like you have mm, the choice. Sure, Everybody sure. has the choice. Yeah. So let's focus on it. Mm-hmm. Let's set ourselves up to attract good customers to our business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Starts with your logo. Next, it goes to your name. Your name needs to be memorable. And it needs to, if you're in a really big area, I think I was, I was talking with, um, oh man, I think it was, it was in our course, Mm -hmm. one of the guys, it was Cheevers. He was telling me he met this guy who's in PE and they, and they say they have this thing where if you're in a big market Mm -hmm. and he called big market, anything bigger than Salt Lake City or Salt Lake City and bigger, right? I don't know how many people are in that market, but it's a pretty big town. Yep. They want to hire the, the big guys, the corporate guys, right? Because they view them as um, that they're going to do a good job, right? That they're going to get taken care of, Mm -hmm. right? Anything... Actually, yeah, that makes sense because around here, I'm like, I'll probably just call Payton. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I I see him. I see the vans. Like, they're probably going to... They're probably going to answer their phone. They're probably going to get to me. If they break something, they're they're going to have the money to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to get taken care of. Like, (laughs) I'm not looking at anything else. Like, no. Like, that's pretty much who I've seen most. That's who I'm probably going to call. Yeah. So anything (laughs) smaller than that, Anything smaller than, you know, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City is smaller, mm-hmm. you would kind of want to position the other way. You're like the, you're the biggest mm-hmm. mom and pop shop, right? Yeah, sure. You're That's, not corporate, but you're, you're successful mom and pop. Yes. Successful You haven't mom like and made pop. a chain yet kind like, of thing. Like we're local and we're going to take care of you. Yeah. Right. Versus the other one is we're a national company. Yeah. So we're going to take care and of you. And it's funny because what when we say, oh, I'm going to use Payton, like in my head, I'm thinking, if how they break something, Payton, how, how are you supposed to say it? I think it's Peden. Peden? 
Yeah, dude. P E A P E A P P Den. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I've always just switched it in my head and I just see it as Payton. <laughs> Payton. It's Payton. Because you're in the South now. Yeah, it's Payton. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ah, so it just rubs off, you know. Um, but I look at that company and I'm like, well, yeah, like they'll probably serve me well. But if they don't because stuff happens, yeah. they're going to fix it. Like I have no worry yeah. that they're going to fix it probably above and beyond. Yeah. Because they just got the cash flow to do it. Yeah. You know, if you called them and said, hey, you guys screwed this up royally. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, crap. Yeah, we got to go fix that. Yep. And they got the resources to then go and do it where yep. I'm not assured of that if I <laughs> just grab the random guy who I see. And here's the thing. There's people in there's people in this market right here mm-hmm. who, who search for the, the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. So they're looking for the unbranded less mm. reviews uh-huh. <laughs> one truck and a chuck yeah. because they know they're going to be cheaper yeah but they don't they don't think of it like huh. they don't think of it like these guys are cheaper because they don't know any better right they think of it like these guys are cheaper because those corporate guys are just ripping everybody off yeah or they have so much overhead they're just yeah. ripping everybody off yeah i'm going to support the little guy what they don't the, what the customer has no idea that they're doing mm. is that they're not really supporting the little guy they're enabling him to continue <laughs> to run a business yeah. that runs his life, yeah. doesn't make enough money, and he can never grow. Yeah. Right. And then when they go and hire somebody and they come in and they charge him what plumbers are actually worth mm-hmm. based on what it costs to run your business, they get all pissy mm-hmm. and mad. But what they don't realize is they're actually paying that person enough so they can have a life and live right. and their employees can live mm-hmm. and everybody does well in that company, mm-hmm. right? The only, the only loss is that the customer has to pay more. Mm-hmm. But I think if if people could really understand that, I think anybody with good morals or mm-hmm. a conscience mm-hmm. would say, yeah, I want to support the guy who's paying his employees enough to yeah. live off of. Yeah, I want to support the guy who he's running his business in a way to where he's mm-hmm. actually making enough <clears throat> money to where he doesn't have to work 24-7 always worry about cash flow right and can't retire right i don't want, i wouldn't want to support that right most people wouldn't want to but they just don't know right, right? well it's like you know people who buy organic food are supporting something that they think is holistically beneficial to everybody yeah. like to themselves but also they're supporting an industry that is says hey we do good stuff yeah and it's the same thing when you're supporting a plumbing company or any service-based industry that's charging what they actually sh- should yep. is you're supporting a good thing yeah like supporting a good business is supporting a good thing. And yep. most local businesses are trying to do good things. Yes. I like I would say like all the guys who are not branding very well and not charging enough, they're they're really out there trying to do a good job. Yeah. And most of them are. They are doing a good job. Sure. They're putting forth the extra effort to take care of the customer. They just don't charge the customer enough to actually make enough money <laughs> to to do anything, right? Yeah. And the, and so they start with this bad brand and then they go attract all these bad customers mm-hmm. and maybe they listen to a podcast like this and they're like, man, those guys are right. I need to raise my rates. But mm-hmm. then they go raise their rates and they get a bunch of pushback mm-hmm. because they've attracted all the wrong kind of customers yeah. to their business, right? Their the getting, customers yeah. don't really care about them. Mm-hmm. They just no. they just care about getting a good deal. Yeah, because right? and a lot of times those customers, they pride themselves on getting the good deal. Yeah. Anybody who says, I'm going to get five bids before I make a decision... That person has, they're very proud that they can sniff out the lowest price and get a good bargain. Like yeah. they're looking for a bargain. And that's fine if they want to do that. 
Yes. For them. For them, right? Not for you. <laughs> but I honestly think if we sat down with that person and we yes. showed them the difference and got them to understand it, they would change their mind. Right. They really because, do. Because then they would realize that they're supporting something that isn't good. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah. supporting the slow failure of small local businesses. <laughs> yes. So instead of saying, it's, instead of saying, hey, man, I support local, what you should be saying if you do purchase your plumbing in that way is you should say, hey, I support the slow failing of local small businesses. Yes. That's what That's I support. That's really the truth. Yeah, because yeah. I'm down for that and I yes. vote with my money. Okay, so knowing those things, as the plumbing business owner, now, again, you have a choice in your branding in attracting customers. <clears throat> Let's attract the customers with money. It seems like a no-brainer, okay? Mm -hmm. When you're picking your name, you want a name that's memorable, right? So that people will remember it. Mm -hmm. And then I think if you're in the, back to the community size, if you're in a smaller community where people like local things, mm -hmm. then make your name local. Right. Make it, sure. make it look mm -hmm. like it fits in with your community. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're in a big market where people really like national mm. kind of brands, go for it. Like Payton. Make it some, yeah. Payton. <laughs> make it some sort of nationally, you know, sounding brand. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I can't think of those. I'm not C very good to at C to C plumbing. I'm terrible at naming. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, I, like, we did Prospector because it fit in the community, but I literally had like 200 names written out. And I looked at all 200 and I was like, I don't, I have no idea. I think you just outsourced it pretty quick. Didn't you outsource it on social media? Is that when you're no. like, hey, uh -uh. name my, oh, you outsourced the naming of your, uh... my band when I was like, Dude, I was in my 20s when we did that. That's what's funny. What, when you outsource the naming of your band? Yeah. 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 That wasn't that long ago. I was like 21, 22, mm -hmm. something like that. Your, your son's age. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It'd be funny if Costner was outsourcing the name of his band. Can yeah. you imagine? He's like two steps ahead of me. It's Dude, cool. he's like 10 steps ahead of you when you're at, <laughs> when you're at his age. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. He's no, like 10 good. steps ahead of me still. Uh, <laughs> he's working on it. He's working on it. He's getting yeah. there. Yeah. He does some stuff every now and then <laughs> that I'm like, careful, he's going to be editing this. Oh, yeah. I got to remember. He's 20. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And it's weird now because he's out of the house and I can't yell at him. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to yell at him in his house and then he can kick you out if he wants. There you go. Yeah. I would never do that. See, I always look at it and I go, because I forget how old people are. So uh -huh. I forget how old Costin is. Yeah. And then I'll be like, We'll be talking, and then I'll get to thinking about it, like maybe reflecting with him. I'm like, dang, that kid's like 20, and he's already <laughs> doing like all these things. Like, dude, yeah, he's like, he's like, so far ahead of where I was. My general that's manager, pretty exciting. Eddie gave mm -hmm. him his habit tracker. Yep. So it's like for everybody who's watching or listening, it's this spreadsheet where you can put in the habits that you want to yep. do, and there's like daily, weekly, monthly, and you go in and you. And you check them off as mm -hmm. you do them. Mm -hmm. It's a big, like guys, everybody listening, it's like, it's a very large sheet. It is. And it is. Uh, I'm probably just going to make a standard SOP for our company. No, I'm not doing it. I know. I'm not talking Dude, about I, you. You I do can't. your own thing. You do whatever you want. That does not work for me. What, um, like meticulous? Yeah, just the, the the daily task of having to go in there and, and, like, and check it off. Yeah. I'm getting better at that, mm -hmm. but... Uh, I no, not gonna happen. The thing that I think is most useful is it just gives you a percentage. Like to True. me, that's the biggest thing because then you can understand. Oh, my improvement is less than it was yesterday. Yes. Why? Yes. Anyway, so Costin's yeah, got this habit tracker. He's got the habit tracker. Proud of him. 
20 years old using a habit tracker. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what a spreadsheet was when I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> so no. uh-uh. he's doing pretty good. Um, okay. Back to the, back to the name. Nope. Okay? Let's, let's keep so You've got a name. You've got a good logo. You got good colors. You got a good brand. You're attracting the right kind of customer, but there's more to it than just the brand. Yeah. Right. There's the message. Sure. Okay. So you need to think about what you're going to communicate to your audience. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to communicate to a specific part of your audience. So not all homeowners. You want to specifically communicate to homeowners who have moolah, right? Mm-hmm. Who care about getting what? Like, what do they care I, about? They just want their problem solved. No. Yes, they do. But that's everybody. <laughs> everybody wants their problem solved. But like, True. think about it like, um, like we like we did the exercise of going through mm-hmm. with in Alex Hormozzi's book where he talks about yeah, sure. the problems mm-hmm. and then the solutions to those mm-hmm. problems. This is what I did in my plumbing business that like completely changed the way that I communicate to my customers. Mm. And it completely flipped our plumbing business on end, right? Right. So in a good way. Um, and it really is like, okay, what are the problems that that customers face when they're trying to call a plumbing company? There's a bunch of different ones. What I would what I would do is I would make them very specific to your mm. area. Sure. So I would go on mm. Google mm-hmm. and I would mm-hmm. go look at all the reviews of all the plumbers. You kind of it's kind of done for you. Yeah. Because you just go to Google and go pull up see all, what the one stars all are. your competition and go look at all of their one stars and write down what the problem was. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So you'll have people, they had to reschedule me. They didn't answer their phone. Mm. They never got me an estimate. Um, The plumber was dirty. Uh, He left my house a mess. Mm. He didn't show up when he said he was going to show up. Mm -hmm. Those kinds of things, right? And then you'll see the ones that, if you go to the bigger companies who have way more reviews and way higher review ratings, Mm -hmm. the ones you're going to see with those guys are... These guys were expensive, mm. and that's it. You know yeah. why? Because if it's anything else, that company goes back and makes it right. Right. But mm. the reason they're able to afford that, to do that, is because they're expensive. Right. And the reason they have the most and highest review ratings mm. is not because they're ripping everybody off. It's because they're doing the best job. Hey, if you want to take your plumbing business to the next level, you're going to want to join our coaching program over at Wealthy Plumber, where you can get everything you need to grow a multi-million dollar plumbing company including pricing calculators, SOPs, email campaigns, and the whole nine yards. If you want to check it out, go to wealthyplumber.com. That is wealthyplumber.com. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and they're not like buying reviews because some people will be like, well, they're just buying reviews. Yeah, they're, blah, not, blah, blah. they're not buying reviews. Yeah. I'm sure somebody has bought reviews somewhere. Yeah, at some point. At some point in time. I and if you're thinking about buying reviews, I would never do that. Yeah, don't cheat the system. Like Google is way bigger than you and has way more money. Dude, and just it, the... Your G, your Google My Business profile yeah. is literally the most valuable piece of internet real estate that you have, and to jeopardize mm-hmm. that for a quick buck for a for a few five star reviews, if Google found out they shut you down, yeah, no thanks, yep. Well, get them honestly, yep. put the hard work in, make your company good, get the reviews honestly, yeah. Um. So the message that you want to put out to the community matters. Yes. You want to attract the right kind of customer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that boils down to, it's it's pretty much always the same across the board. Mm-hmm. 
And you can think about it like the customer experience. So mm. when somebody wakes up in the morning mm -hmm. and they call a plumber, or better yet, they wake up in the morning, <laughs> they have a plumbing problem. Yes. Okay. Or what? they wake up in the night. What about that? Whatever. Any time of the day they have a plumbing problem. Okay. Wake matter. up from a midday nap. It doesn't matter. Okay. Wake up from a midday nap. Wake up from an afternoon nap. Doesn't matter. They have they find a plumbing problem. Mm -hmm. What do they want? Like they'd rather not have that problem. If they could snap their fingers and get anything they wanted at that moment in time, what would they want? The to not have a problem. To not have the problem in the first place. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'd pay a lot of money. Yeah. So if we could, mm -hmm. if they could call us, mm -hmm. like picking up the phone is hard enough, but if they could just call us mm -hmm. and tell us about their problem, we could snap our fingers and their problem would go away, we'd be the best plumbing company in town. Oh, yeah. And then, right? Yeah. So we need to get your service as close as possible to that, mm -hmm. right? So the whole thing needs to be as fast, as seamless, mm -hmm. as close to you call us and your problem is gone, mm -hmm. right? Almost like magic. Mm hmm you need to get your service as close to that, mm -hmm. right? And those are the kinds of things that you want to preach out to the community. Mm -hmm. So when you see a one-star Google review of they didn't answer their phone, then answer your phone and right. then tell everybody you answer your phone, mm -hmm. right? Would you like put that on your van or like what do you mean tell everybody? I would preach it anywhere that I had a place to be able to speak to my customers. Mm -hmm. I would tell them I actually answer my phone. Mm -hmm. And it sounds weird but most people don't answer their phone. So if sure. they think you answer your phone, mm -hmm. which if you're going to tell them you do, you better answer your phone, mm -hmm. and right. you actually answer your phone, they're like, holy crap, it's already amazing. Mm -hmm. Like step one, mm -hmm. right? And so you just go through that step by step in your business. How do we get it as close to possible as snap your fingers, problems fixed, mm -hmm. and then go look at all the pain points that Google lays out for you sure, and start telling your customer about those things, okay? So there's there's two types. We're gonna get in. This is gonna get a little deep. <laughs> there's two types of value. I don't have coffee okay? for deep. I don't either. Um, so it really boils down to you're trying to speak to the customer that values your service, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to give them value, okay? And your whole business wraps around. I have to give you enough value mm -hmm. to where. When you give me money, you feel like you got more value than the money you gave me. Right. That's what makes business work, right? So that you're like, holy mm -hmm. crap, I can't believe I got this much value for this much money. Mm -hmm. Five stars. Mm -hmm. These guys are the best. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use them next time. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor, you. Sure, yeah. Hey, uncle. Hey, sister. You got to use these guys because they're mm -hmm. freaking amazing. Yeah, you do right? such a good job so that when you're at the dinner table, a family gathering, and you hear down the table somebody say, man, I got this plumbing problem. And then you go, hey, I got a good company for yeah. you. You got to call these guys. Because, I mean, we do that all the time with all sorts of products. Yes. Like, hey, man, check this thing out or check yep. this thing I got. Like, yep. your business should be in that litany of things that you recommend to other people. Yep. It doesn't matter how good your marketing system is. Mm -hmm. You could dump millions of dollars into it. And if you suck at providing service <laughs> to the customer, right. it's not going to work. Right. On the other hand, if you're really good at providing service to the customer, mm -hmm. it's going to work 10,000 times better. Yeah. Right? Mm. Because you are going to mix marketing with word of mouth. Sure. So when that person at that dinner mm. party says, hey, 
you got a plumbing problem? You got to call these prospector guys. Right. And the other person is like, oh, yeah, I've seen their vans. You're the third person that told me about them. I mm-hmm. see them all over my social media. I've mm-hmm. seen their commercials on YouTube. I already know about those guys. Mm-hmm. And now you're the third person telling me to use them. Mm-hmm. Like that's marketing on steroids right there. Yeah, because right? then it's taking, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into this, but to foreshadow it, it's taking the money that you spent to get to that one customer. Mm-hmm. And suddenly that one person is now getting you customers mm-hmm. for the exact same amount of money that you already spent. On the one. On the one. Yes. So it's like multiplying. But yes. that's only because you provided such a good service. Yep. And you focus on lots of other things. So I'm sure we'll get into all that. Specifically. And not only you provided such a good service, but you really gave them mm. value. Sure, right? yeah, sure. Like you gave them more in value than the money that they paid you, mm. okay? So you have to figure out what it is that they value, okay? Mm-hmm. And you have to give it to them. Mm-hmm. This is where we're going to get deep. There's two types of value, okay? <laughs> there's real value, uh-huh. and then there's perceived value. Oh, man. Okay? This I learned this in... From Alex Hormozzi in his book, what is it, 100 Million Offers? Mm-hmm. Took me forever to wrap my head around this stuff. Dude, this stuff is like, hard. Dumb plumber from Alaska. Like, you want your water heater swapped out? I got you. Yeah, easy peasy. Real value, perceived value. Mm-hmm. Customers want value for dollar amounts. Mm-hmm. Like, I, didn't I just under- did the work. That's good enough. Yeah, well, I, did I, didn't it nice. under- I didn't understand how valuable the work was, mm-hmm. I didn't understand how mm-hmm. valuable a quality job was. I didn't understand how valuable answering my phone was. I didn't understand how valuable just having a good logo was. Just looking the part was. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how valuable all that was, Mm -hmm. right? So two types of value. Okay, there's real value, okay? Sure. So real value examples would be like, you answer your phone. Right. Like when they call you, you answer your phone. They're like, real world. Holy crap, he answered his phone, real value. Or this company answered their phone, Mm -hmm. real value. Um, number two example would be like, you told the customer you're going to be there between 10 and noon mm-hmm. and that you were going to text on your way out there mm-hmm. and you text them a message. I'm on my way to your house yeah. to this address. Here's a little bio of me and a picture. Yeah. See you in X amount of minutes. Yeah. Real value, mm-hmm. solid, concrete, super valuable to the customer. Sounds no almost more. like it's real because it's systematized and it's trainable. Like there's a process that your company executes. It's a thing that you're actually doing, right? Yes. It's a thing that you're actually providing that the customer sees. Yes. Right. And you told them that you're going to do it and then you do it. And then you do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Real value. You put in the water heater or the whatever and it looks really nice and Mm -hmm. it works well. Mm -hmm. Right. Real value. Concrete. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those are real value things. Mm -hmm. And you can find examples in all the Google reviews on how to go provide real value. Okay. Mm -hmm. The one that's a little bit harder, but the one that is going to excel mm. your business beyond everybody else's mm-hmm. is the perceived value, okay? Sure. Because most people aren't, like most plumbing businesses stop at the real value. Sure. And they don't think about the perceived value that they're bringing to the customer, sure. right? So if you can go think about this and then communicate to your audience the perceived value, mm-hmm. You're really communicating to them things you're already doing that they perceive as valuable. Mm. Okay. Mm. So examples of that would be like, we pay our technicians a livable wage. Yeah, sure. That's a that's a thing that you're probably already doing, mm. right? You're probably already paying them well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you are, because that's how you're gonna attract them to your business. So you can get more <laughs> of them. Um 
you can tell your customer that, or they'll be like, man, I like these guys. They're actually paying their employees well. It's speaking like, to like a, a fundamental value that people have, especially now. That's a stand-up business. Yeah. I like it, right? It speaks of integrity. Yes. So it's something that you're already doing that all you have to do is tell the customer you're doing it, and it raises their perceived value of you yeah. as a company, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another one, we give our employees benefits. Like right. our employees have 401ks. We match them, right? Mm-hmm. Tell the customers, mm-hmm. right? Even like, how would you tell them? You just like straight up tell them like, hey, I'm your customer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. We do this for our employees and this, this, and the other thing. No, I would. So what we did, obviously, you know, but mm-hmm. we created a whole social media system around this stuff. Mm-hmm. All of the things that we were doing that our customers had no idea about mm. that happened behind doors, mm-hmm. we just started telling people on social media. Mm-hmm. But we did it in a fun way. Sure, we not just memes. like <laughs> telling them in like text blocks. Right. Use memes, um, attract their attention, and tell them in a fun way. Right. right. So then you're providing, like, brings another kind of value that you can add to your company. Mm-hmm. Humor. Sure. Entertainment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when all your social media... Don't be lame and boring and stupid. Mm-hmm. Bring value in the form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Bring value in the form of making somebody laugh. That's bringing more value to your customer. Mm-hmm. Now there's a higher perceived value of your company, mm-hmm. right? And it makes you stand out from everybody else. Right. Because everybody else is scared to be funny. They are. Super scared. <clears throat> but that doesn't really check out on like the national level with huge brands who are very comfortable with being funny. I know. And Isn't that funny? Yeah, because huge brands love it. Like, like outside sh- of plumbing and everybody. I think we said this last time, like the Kmart, I shipped my pants. Oh, yeah. Dude. Like those campaigns, like two campaigns that always do really well are ones that can really touch your heartstrings, which are hard to do. Those are very hard. Because if you yeah. miss, you miss big and now you just look like a soapbox kind of guy. Yeah. Um, way easier is just be funny. Yes. You know, because, and again, we talk about this, but like just because you're funny doesn't mean that you're not professional. Yes. Like I assume you're professional because you're a business. Yes. But if you make me laugh, I just... Want to go to your, like, if if I'm going to a coffee shop and something about it is entertaining and funny to me, I'm probably yep. just going to go back because of that. Dude, here's the other thing. When you're picking your customer, would you rather pick a customer mm. that appreciates humor? <laughs> yeah. Or would totally. you want a customer that is super serious and a total grump? Which customer <laughs> would you rather pick, right? Because yeah. you get to pick. Yeah. And the, fo- the type of marketing that you do, the messages mm. that you preach are how you pick. I would mm. much rather attract a customer who thinks my memes are funny. Right. Because they're probably a much lighthearted, more lighthearted person, right? They're probably way more easygoing. They're probably so much easier to deal with. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make more money. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make probably the same amount of money with that customer, but it's going to cost me way less time. Yes. Right? And way less, yeah, effort and all that kind of stuff. Way less headache, way less effort. So in the end, I win. Like my profit on those customers is higher because there's less less effort put forth mm-hmm. for the same amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, be funny in all your mm-hmm. stuff. And like, let's just emphasize that the whole, because the whole thing that, one of the things that we're talking about is your ability to choose the customers that you yeah. serve. Because I think that is not mm, understood very well. It's really just, I get the people who I get and yeah, uh, I just need more of anything. Yes. And this is just the beginning yeah. of your system, yeah. right? But it's what sets up the whole system. Sure. How you communicate. Mm-hmm. So I want to give you one more perceived value, okay? Because there's things that can be real value and perceived value. Mm -hmm. Like 
you answer your phone, right? So when somebody calls and you answer the phone, that's real value. Mm -hmm. But if you just tell customers before they ever call you that you answer your phone, mm -hmm. that's perceived value. Right. Now you're getting double value mm -hmm. off of something that you're doing. Mm, sure. And the only extra work you have to do is tell the customer. Right. We answer our phone. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Super easy. It's like you're double dipping. Double dipping. But nobody wants to go that far. If you go to hmm. if you go to my business's website, you can see the video um, that I did that I wish I played the video before this podcast so I could tell you more about it. Because <laughs> it's probably been a while. Because I filmed it so long ago. Yeah. But I basically filmed a video in my in-law's garage with a chainsaw behind my head. And it was actually good because it looked like I was in Alaska, yeah. which I was, mm -hmm. but kind of looks a little bit Alaskan. Mm -hmm. um, and basically the video is like, hey, this is why we started Prospector Plumbing and Heating. Mm. And it was like, hey, welcome to Prospector Plumbing and Heating. And I put it on our website, all of our social medias, mm -hmm. and I ran it as a YouTube ad. Mm -hmm. Even though it says, welcome to Prospector Plumbing and Heating. Sounds weird on a YouTube ad. But this video, I think, has made me tons of money. Sure. It's impossible to track. Mm -hmm. But it has brought better customers in our door. Yeah. Ever since we've gone down this road of preaching the right message to our, mm. to our audience, we our one star's reviews have gone way mm, down. Sure. Our cost of acquisition has gone way mm -hmm. down. It has made our business so much easier to run. Mm -hmm. um, but basically, the video is like, "Hey, welcome to Prospector Plumbing and Heating," and this is why we started the company. Mm -hmm. Our area was known for terrible customer service, right? Mm -hmm. And we wanted to offer a good customer experience to mm -hmm. the community. And then I went in to talk about how. We take care, we value taking care of our employees. We value making sure that they have health insurance and a 401k and a livable wage. And so when you hire Prospector Plumbing and Heating, you're not just hiring another plumbing company. Mm -hmm. You are supporting people in your local community, right? Yeah. just like yourself, mm -hmm. who get to experience life in a wonderful way, mm -hmm. right? And for that, like for guys who are in markets where they have to compete with the patents of the world, yeah, then like that's a great message. Bam. Because people are like, there's there's also the people who are skeptical of like the big corporate guys. But mm -hmm. if you can say, hey, no, we're all about local. Like we're about people in our community and supporting yeah. these businesses. And you can very effective. You can do that in a very like mom and pop local community kind of yep. way, but you can also do it in a corporate way as well. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're we're a big company. We're sure. professionals. Yeah, you just called out, this is what we are. We are a big company, but, but these what? are our values. We care about our people, mm -hmm. and here's how it shows. Mm -hmm. So when you support us, you're not just supporting a really good company. You're supporting the people in your community. Right. You're supporting them having a job, getting a 401k, having health insurance. Right. You're supporting their families. Yeah. Right? yeah really what you're saying, like you're saying, like, yeah, when you pay us, remember that this money isn't just like going to my jet or yeah. whatever. Like it's going to these people having good lives. Yeah. And like, you're just informing them. So when they're like, Oh, like best case scenario, they're like, Oh wow, that's expensive. But then they think like, yeah, but it's like towards a good cause. Yeah. Like this is something that's like when that worth technician it. comes to their house, they're like, man, this guy has a 401k. It's mm -hmm. paid well. He has health insurance. Like I can support that. Right. Mm -hmm. When, when you don't preach those things and you send a dirty, butt crack plumber to their house. Sure. They're not thinking that. Mm -hmm. They're like, it costs how much? <laughs> like, 
You don't seem to see much of this, do you? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you just set yourself up for success by attracting the right kind of customer. Mm -hmm. So you're branded. You got a good name. You're preaching the right message. Mm. You are off to a better start than 99.9% of the world. Yeah, because I think most they just start with, well, I have the tools. I have the ability. I might as well go make some money for myself. Hey, you need some work done? I got you. Yeah. You want to attract the right kind of customer. Yeah. So think ahead about it. Write down a list of the things. Write down a list of the things that need to be done to attract the right kind of customer. Go look at the Google mm. reviews. Do the mm. do the work. Mm. Do the research. Do the due diligence. And build your plumbing company, mm-hmm. the entire thing, about providing mm-hmm. all of the value to the customers who left all your competitors one-star reviews. Mm-hmm. Anything other than the price you want to make sure that you don't do that in your business. Mm-hmm. Go fix those things for the customer and you'll have customers for life. Okay. Now, how hard is it to like implement this? If you're already like three trucks in and you don't, you haven't done any of these things. Like, like what is that? Like start. That? You just got to do it. The thing is it takes time. Yeah, sure. And that's why most people aren't willing to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So most people are going to, and this uh, isn't, they're going to go get on the internet. Like the, the whole the online part of your marketing is really you're just findable mm-hmm. and you pay for leads, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a website that's optimized for pay-per-click. You have your GMB all set up and optimized with nice sure. pictures and products mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Um, you're doing SEO, mm-hmm. you're doing pay-per-click, you're doing GLSA, right? Mm-hmm. All those things are really good, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're doing social media and all this stuff, but nobody else is going to go sit down and really think about their brand and the image and what they're telling the community. And if you can do that, it sets you apart, okay? And the thing is, when you when you start preaching that stuff to the community, it takes time. Sure. Right? So you have to you have to be willing to stick with it long enough to see the benefit of it. You have to be willing to put in the effort and the extra cost long enough to see the benefit. Because it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. It might be six months to a year mm-hmm. before you see the benefit come back to you. When I first made that video, I I put I think I spent two thousand dollars a month on it. That one video, mm-hmm. first month, I didn't see any return on it, <laughs> but I knew because it makes logical sense, right? So a lot of people get obsessed about ROI and they forget about just common sense. Mm-hmm. So they get obsessed about well, how much am I spending on this? You know, I'm going to use pay-per-click because it's an easy one because right. you can see like I pay, I paid Google 10 grand and I only got 20 phone calls. That's mm-hmm. $500 a lead. Mm-hmm. I'm only $400 an hour. It's not worth it. Right. So they turn it off, right? They get mm-hmm. an ROI obsessed. Mm-hmm. And so when they look at social media, they, if you're doing it well, you don't see an ROI on it. Right. You No way to measure that. Mm-hmm. But logical sense says, if I can get in front of you, the customer, enough times Mm -hmm. and show you and bring you enough value, Mm -hmm. perceived value, humor value, Mm -hmm. the value that we talked about, the logical thing makes sense that you're going to hire me when you have a problem, right? right? Even if you still end up going to Google, I'm Googling a plumber and my ad pops up and I'm still paying Google for my ad. When they have a choice, they have a choice between two plumbers. If I have mm. given them value mm-hmm. before, the other guy they know nothing about, mm-hmm. they have a very high probability of choosing yeah. my company. Yes. Right? 
Yeah. So it's going to lower your cost of acquisition across the board on all platforms, yes. right? And that's what we saw. So, and that's why I started doing all of this. Right. We had super high cost of acquisition. I was paying Google butt tons of money mm -hmm. to get customers. And if I turned it off, my customers went away. Oh, scary position to be in. It was terrible. Yeah. And the, the cost kept getting higher and higher mm -hmm. and higher and higher. And I just thought logically, systematically like, okay, I'm paying for these leads. How do I get customers without paying for leads? They have to know who I am. Right. They have to know what we stand for as a company. There has to be something about you that gets them talking. They have to know that we exist and that we do a good job and that we value these things. So then when they align with our values, they use us, mm -hmm. right? And then they're willing to pay us a good dollar amount for it. Mm -hmm. And so we started doing that. And after about, you know, I'd, I'm going to say about five, six months, we started to be able to see um, the benefit. It was really hard. It's really hard to track with numbers. Sure. Um, but we could feel it. Mm. We were getting less one-star reviews. We were getting less price pushback. Mm -hmm. um, we were getting higher amounts of five-star reviews. Mm -hmm. And so you could kind of tell we were getting a better customer base. There was a much better like customer to business match. Yeah, sure. You know, you would be getting your preferred avatar. Yeah. And so now after about two years of doing it, I can go back and look at the data, right? Mm. So we were paying like five to... Well, it was in a range of like three to six hundred dollars for a lead on Google. Mm -hmm. Now we pay like a hundred to two hundred mm. max. Sure, that's a big difference. Yeah, it's huge. And and you know you have other things going than just Google. Yeah, You're not just dumping money into one source. We actually have our pay per click off right now mm -hmm. because we get so much work mm -hmm. that we can't handle it all. And I have to. I'm like, why am I paying Google to bring me leads? <laughs> yeah, that, when I don't even that need I don't leads. need. Yeah. So it's off. Mm -hmm. and we, we'll leave it off. We did it last year too. For the busy season of the year, it's off for like half a year. Yeah. Right? And we weren't able to do that before. Yeah. Not until we were willing to invest in preaching our out to our community, mm -hmm. like what we stood for, what our values were. Right? And it seems like once you get the systems in place to do that, then those systems are just there doing that. Like, yeah. it, like it's not like you have to constantly be putting in the same amount of efforts to get this machine going. It's just like that initial... Yep cost of like, I got to sit down and do this. Yep. I should make this video. I should post consistently on social media in these ways. Yep. And then once it's there, then it's just a system. It's not like dragging on your time once it's Bam, created. It's a system. Yep. Yeah. And you need to be willing to start doing that stuff. The earlier you do it, the better. Yeah. So would you label that a high leverage task? Like in the scenario of like, I got three guys going right now. I'm waiting for my marketing to kick off. Oh yeah. What can I be doing in this moment to sort of like Going and Help looking, the situation. going and looking at the problems that other people have or that people have when using your competitors. That's a very high leverage task. Yeah. Well, just thinking about that stuff mm. and organizing your business in a fashion mm. to serve those needs, extremely high level task, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah, that's like classic example of you working on the business and not in the business. Yes. Like not just sitting, looking at your CRM, talking to your techs, like yes. handling the day to day. Yes. Like that's Very not going to, so. that's not going to move anything in your business forward. That's yes. just going to make that day go how it normally goes. Yes. hundred percent. Okay. Let's go back to this marketing system and mm -hmm. machine. Okay. Mm -hmm. The money box. So we know now that who you talk to and how you mm -hmm. talk to them is extremely important. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and we know that you can talk to them in multiple ways. Mm -hmm. You can talk to them on YouTube. You can talk to them on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, 
however you want, mm-hmm. right? Um, the messaging on your web page, all of that stuff. You can put videos on your web page. You can mm-hmm. talk to them. Mm-hmm. And wherever you can talk to them, you need to be mm-hmm. preaching that message, right? Sure. That's one part of your marketing. Uh, we touched on the other part, and we'll touch on it quickly here. But the if you're going to go into business, the first thing you need to do is be findable online. Right. <laughs> yeah, right? it's an yeah, online yeah, yeah. world yep so google is like the new phone book mm-hmm. it's not even the new phone book it's the existing phone book that's been around for a while right. now and it's not going anywhere chat gpt is not taking it over it is still the phone book mm-hmm. okay it's been that way for a while so get on board and get findable online mm-hmm. if i was anybody that was listening to this podcast and i had a plumbing company i don't care what stage you're at you're not working with a marketing company that handles your online presence, mm-hmm. then I would go hire a marketing company. What if like somebody in-house, like let's say the wife is really good at Google ads? No, she, I wouldn't. But it's saving you money. I don't, The a marketing company is so <laughs> cheap compared to what they do for you. So you know how I said you got to go to the customer and bring them enough value to where the dollar amount that they're paying you is less than the amount of value that you brought to them. Mm-hmm. That's what a marketing company does for your plumbing business. Mm-hmm. When you go pay them three grand or four grand a month, mm-hmm. it might seem like a lot to you, but if all they did was make you findable on the internet, optimize your Google My Business, and build you a web page where and got you like there's a thing, I can't remember the name of the service. There's a service that most marketing companies use. I think it's called Yext. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it it makes everywhere you can be found on the internet, it makes it so that you can be found there. Sure. And that all of your information matches across the board. Right. So then when Google goes in, they're like, oh, this person's everywhere because all your information is the same, right? So if all they did was that mm-hmm. and then had your social media profiles even just created Mm -hmm. so that you can go on there and just tell people your message. Mm -hmm. That would be worth more than the four grand a month, the five grand a month, whatever it is that the marketing Mm -hmm. company wants. Mm -hmm. It's worth way more to you as a plumbing business owner Mm -hmm. because now you have a stage that you can, number one, people can find you when they look for you. Mm -hmm. And number two, you can go preach your message to the world, Mm -hmm. right? That's how you get it out. You got to have those things in place. So I would find a marketing company that is going to build me a web page. Mm-hmm. They're going to do my SEO. Mm-hmm. I would pay their monthly retainer. I would want to make sure they're continually working on SEO. I would want to make sure they're going to do my Google My Business, but then I would make sure that my photos on my Google My Business are good. Right. I think that your Google My Business is probably the most underrated portion of your marketing. Mm. that a lot of people miss. Mm-hmm. Like you go on there and they've got just a picture of yeah, sure. somebody pulling something out of a drain or a picture of somebody at a job or yeah. a water heater or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got a technical question. Yeah. With talking about like the maps side of thing. Yeah. When you put a picture into your Google My Business, what shows up on the map side? Like, like so I'm thinking of like when I go to find a restaurant yeah. and I'm just Googling like, oh, restaurants in my area. Yeah. The first thing I'm going to see is whatever picture they have of their food. Yeah. And if it's like a crappy, stupid picture, even if it's like rated yeah. four and a half, five stars, but then I see another picture of like, oh, that's a dank looking cake. Yeah. I'm going to click on that one. So I'm just wondering like yeah. what part of your 
profile yeah. as a plumber represents that picture. It's your cover. It's your cover photo on your GMB. Yeah, because yeah. like I know there's guys who are like maps is where it's at. You know, like that's where it's at. Which is like yeah, that's true. Your, that's your Google My Business. Yeah, that's what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because in a sense, like I use maps more than I use just Google Search. For me personally, when oh, I'm trying like to find you go a to service, Google Maps. Yeah, and I just and you type search a service. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how oh, I do really? stuff. I just go to Maps and I go, hmm, interesting. Because it shows me what's near me. Now, for like a plumber, I'd still probably go to Maps. It's just my go-to. It's my habit. It's interesting. So that's why I think a lot of guys are like, man, getting me on Maps is really important. Yeah. Which any marketing company worth its snuff it's should, would, would do with all the other things. SEO. It's just SEO. It's just your Google My Business. That's it. Yes. And it's SEO, and it's going to be, if you do pay-per-click, you can get an ad on Maps. Yeah. It's just, when you got, are on a browser, yeah. and you search, and it pulls up the map pack is what it's called, Yep, that's Maps. Yep. Right? But so, the picture, like, to your point, like, if that picture is a good picture that I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. So if I'm, if I'm looking up Plumber on Maps, yep. and then I pull it up, and then I see, like, what you typically see is, like, here is the shot of our business with a bunch of white bands in front of it and it's kind of janky yeah. it's kind of like blurry yeah. or i see a nice clean logo maybe with some friendly human faces then i'm like oh you need to have a picture of a person smiling from ear to ear <laughs> wearing your polo yeah nice haircut nice teeth clean beard yeah with your vehicle behind you with your nicely wrapped vehicle behind you mm. P you would not believe I was just searching in an area this morning in British Columbia for mm -hmm. one of our clients. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was going through his GMB, showing him all the optimizations he, op, optimizations he can make. Mm -hmm. And I literally, a hundred plumbers, not one of them had mm -hmm. a good picture. Dude, Dude if, super undervalued. Okay. If all you did yeah. was go change your picture to a picture of you looking extra professional, super friendly, mm -hmm. happy, and got rid of all the plumbing pictures on your profile, that one thing will get you thousands of dollars worth of work, right? Yeah, that's a really good point because it's, because again, it's like you go like, all right, I'm on maps now, now done. Let's move on to the next thing. It's like, mm -mm. okay, but like, you still need to understand at least what you need to do to make this thing work. Yeah. And if you're on maps, but you still got your janky picture of your van or yep. the blurry, whatever you got going on, yep. or even just your logo with a white background. Yes. It's not going to speak to me when I'm searching on maps going, oh yeah, that's compelling for me to look at that. Yep. Like I'm just going to go right by it. Nothing so about you, it is catching me. If you go to ours, you'll see every single one of our employees on there. Mm. Every single one. Mm -hmm. In the fashion that I told you. Smiling, right. logoed out, poloed out, van behind them. Mm -hmm. Right? Happy smile on their face. Mm -hmm. You'll see every single one of them. Why? People like faces. Yeah, sure. They like seeing happy people. Mm -hmm. They want to do business with other people. Mm -hmm. They want to do business with people who look happy. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah they don't want yeah. to do business with junky looking water heater mm -hmm. picture because they don't know what the freak it is oh that's a lot i see too it'll yeah. just be like a picture of a Check plumbing out my thing. water heater installed bro. yeah and like again when i'm on my phone and yeah. that picture it's a very small picture and, and all i see is water heater i'm like it's like and it's, you i'm, I'm know, already looking around yeah and you know what it is yeah i'm like that's probably a, a picture of a good job yeah but, but most customers who are hiring a plumber mm -hmm. they're like i don't know what that is but it don't look good Mm -hmm. It looks like a messy thing that belongs in my basement. Yeah, especially right? if you put up like your, like for, you know, in Fairbanks or anywhere where you're doing boilers, right? Yeah. And you're like, dude, look at this boiler. It's been yeah. beautiful, beautiful pipe work. Nobody cares. All this stuff. It's just like, Alex, what is that? 
Yeah. Is that spaghetti? Looks like oh, a bunch of junk in the, yeah. on the wall, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks nice to a plumber, but sure. to a miss homeowner, she can like people can appreciate nice looking work when it's in front of them in person and yeah. it's three dimensional. In their home and all that kind of stuff. And, and they understand shiny and like, new. It looked like this before, now it looks like sure, this. There's a context. People on the internet that want to hire a plumber and you show them a before and after your work, for the most part, they could care less. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if you show them a nice, friendly person that's going to come into their home and do a good job for them, mm. they care a lot. And don't use stock plumber guy. No, don't use stock plumber guy. Get yeah. real photos of your staff and put them in your GMB. Yeah, because Yourself, what I'm expecting is that those, staff, one of those people is going to come to my house. Yes. And then if you put stock plumber guy and I get butt crack plumber, I'm going to be like, where's stock you're, plumber you're guy? very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. extremely. Yeah. Okay, little tip I found out this morning when working on those. When you're taking employee photos, you can take them on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like any iPhone can take good enough pictures to take an employee yep. photo. You need to get enough space between the person and the van behind mm-hmm. them so that it makes your picture look more dimensional. Sure. Right? It's just a little trick. Mm-hmm. Okay. It'll blur the background a little bit. Yeah. So you don't want like to be leaning like right up against <laughs> the van. Is <laughs> that, that what you're saying? Yeah. Cause it won't, you'll, the person will blend into the van. Okay? Sure. Yeah. But if you yeah. give them like three or four feet mm. and then you take the picture, mm-hmm. it blurs the background a little bit. Mm-hmm. Looks so much better because yeah. the person pops. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, second thing is you need to take the picture vertical because mm-hmm. that's the one you're going to use on social media. Right. And then you need to flip your phone sideways and take it sideways because mm. that's the one you got to use on your GMB. Yeah. There's a certain... It's a hot tip right there. Yeah, this <laughs> is the other thing. Like I saw photos today. There was a, a company that had a picture of their crew, but all their heads were cut off like right here. Yeah. And I was wait, like, wait, wait. So you can see underneath or above? You could, from here down. So you like just... Their waist to here. So you just saw their waist in their mouths? Yeah. And I was like, why... It's, it's eye-catching. Yeah. So I, I looked up the size. Like you can Google... Okay, what size image do I need for my Google My Business profile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll tell you. It's like 1080 by 640 or something yeah. like that. If most plumbers aren't savvy on the internet, you can go to Canva, mm-hmm. C-A-N-V-A. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think they have a free version. Yeah, that you can do enough stuff. But and if it, not, it's 1299. 12.99 a month. Super cheap. You can go to Canva. You can click Create New Image or Create Something. And you can go custom size. And then you can literally just type in whatever size that actually is that you Googled. I think it's 1080 by 640. You can upload, you can upload the photo that you took on your phone. People should everybody should use Mac because the airdrop. I'm just gonna put <laughs> yeah, that you out. You used there. to be a PC guy. If it wasn't long ago. If you're a PC guy, go get a MacBook. Just use both. Be cool. Oh, dude. I will never go back. I I hammered down on Mac users so hard I for know you so did. long. And the funny thing was, is that you were still hammering down on Mac users like eight months ago, nine yes. months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. switched. Mm-hmm. It, but it's like night and day difference. Yeah. Airdrop your photos, text message on both of them, copy on your phone, mm-hmm. paste on your computer. It's like, yeah. And then you love the VR headset. Yeah. The VR headset. <laughs> oh, no. <gosh. laughs> Super nice. Okay. Canva though. Go in there, pull up that picture and you can just, Pop it in there and make it and expand it into the thing. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. And then you can download it onto your computer and put it the right size on your GMB. Mm-hmm. If you want to be super cool, get your picture of your logo and put it down in the corner of the photo. Mm-hmm. It just adds this extra professional sure. touch to your mm-hmm. photos. It looks like you took the extra time to care for the photo. Right. And it makes it really nice. <laughs> what was that again? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yes. Makes it very, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> very <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> I don't even think you've seen that movie. I don't even know what movie it is. <laughs> I won't tell you. It's okay. What is it? Borat. Oh, yeah. I watched Borat. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, it's back a long time ago. Dude, I, actually, I think I just watched that like a year ago. Mm. Did you yeah. laugh or were you just like, mm. I think I was like, man, this is kind of disgusting. <laughs> You're like, this isn't this really is my little, thing. No, it's a little like, it's like, like, they got to go the extra mile to be funny and it's not yeah. really funny. Yeah. I like things that are actually just funny. And it was at the time where like that was the kind of humor cool. that we were all laughing. Yeah. It's kind of funny to watch those old movies. And then now you're like, I only have so much time to be spending on these yeah. things. I might as well find something that's actually worth my time. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like Seinfeld. Let's keep going. GMB, make your photos nice. Okay. Build products. Mm. You can make products. So you should have... You can have categories, so you can have plumbing, you can have heating. You can and you're have talking in your GMB? Is that what in you're talking? In your GMB, mm -hmm. you can make products. So if you're a plumber, excuse me, if you're a plumber, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a plumber, go in and make products. You can make water heaters, mm -hmm. drain cleaning. Uh, you can make faucet repair, faucet replacement. You can make sure. whatever you can yeah, think of educate that you the customer. do. Don't just assume that they know all the things. That's the thing. They come to your site and it says so-and-so plumbing, right? Yeah. They don't know what a plumber does. Don't assume that yeah. they know. Mm -hmm. But if you have so-and-so plumbing and then right underneath that, mm -hmm. you have water heater repair, water heater replacement. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, they have products. What do they offer? Yeah. Oh, that's what I need. I'm yeah. calling these guys. And really, the longer they're on that looking at your, the longer they're on your page looking at your stuff, yeah, it's just more information that's going to stick in the brain. Yes. Okay. Build your products. Okay. Same thing with the photos on your products. Go get photos, put them in Canva, make them the right size for the products. You can Google it. What size photos do I need to add products to my GMB? You'll get an answer. Go into Canva, mm -hmm. make it the right size. This one you could probably use some stock photos for, but and then put your logo on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the products. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because you don't have to go. If and it like... says drain cleaning, and you got a picture of a really nice looking guy with a nice Milwaukee camera, like I think I use some Milwaukee pictures mm -hmm. from Milwaukee. Hopefully mm -hmm. they don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like over there, this is my drain cleaning thing. I yeah. don't know why, but yeah. that's what the guy's doing in the picture. He's got, I don't know why, but he looks really clean. It's got the Milwaukee, you know, snake. Mm. It's got my logo, right? Mm -hmm. Go build products, make it look good. Mm -hmm. Okay. On your GMB as well, down on the bottom, there's mm -hmm. what's called updates. Mm. It's so crazy how many people don't do these three things. Mm -hmm. They'll do one or none. Nobody does three. <laughs> Man, this podcast is awesome right now. There's it is. tons in here. It is. So on the bottom, there's there's updates. Rule of thumb that I've heard, and nobody really knows because Google's hush-hush. Mm -hmm. Google wants to see three, I think it's three updates a week. Mm. Come up with a social media schedule, post once a day on social media, mm -hmm. and just post that exact same crap on your Google business under the update section. Mm -hmm. It just looks like a social media post. Mm -hmm. The thing with that is like part of your SEO strategy is going to be what you type in the updates. So mm. like if you went to ours, you'll see all of our social media posts in there, which we mm. post twice a day, but you'll also see like 
random generic posts that our SEO company puts up there as well. Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to get certain keywords in the updates. Yeah. So that Google says, oh yeah, these guys do water heaters. Yeah. They do water softeners. Yeah. Like even in our, our bio, which this is another one we should probably touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the, if you read our bio, it sounds kind of weird because we're trying to optimize it for Google, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> not optimizing for people. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are. We're trying to like do both yep. in that bio. Yeah. Make your bio good. Mm. Like talk about how sure, talk you about offer those, quality service. Yeah, those perceived value You're things one of a kind. About. Mm. Uh, yeah, talk about the perceived value. Mm-hmm. We pride ourselves in answering our phone and taking care of our customers, mm-hmm. doing a good job. Not only will we do a good job, but we'll also text you when we're on our way. Mm-hmm. We're easy to communicate with, those kinds of things. Mm. We offer a really good warranty. Mm-hmm. Like there's companies out there that have lifetime warranties. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Yep. Man, if somebody saw that in my bio, they'd be like, dang, yeah. I'm calling these guys lifetime yep. warranty on their yep. work. That's cool. Yep. Right? So optimize that sucker. Mm-hmm. It is so important. Mm-hmm. That is like the most undervalued piece of real mm-hmm. estate, I think, in most cases. Okay. Man, you should do like a uh, a marketing like masterclass for our audience where you just marketing get people. Like, like you just get people on a Zoom call and you're like, guys, pull up your GMBs. We're going to walk through how to do all these things for you right now. Dude, it'd be a long class. Yeah, but think about... Because like, here's the thing. is like All these things that you're talking about are things yeah. that the plumbing business owner can do. Yeah. But it's like, because work is so busy and because there's anxiety and the, oh, the what this, and there's this... Wake up early Saturday morning and go do it. Go hop in Jared's masterclass. You only got to do it just once. Like, you sit there and it's just, I think, but if there's somebody to just guide them through the yeah. steps to make it efficient instead yep. of just like, okay, what do I do now? When you're yep. like, all right, guys... We're starting with Canva. Yep. Simple and easy. Yep. It's going to be two hours of your time, but by the end, you're actually going to have something that's helpful. Yes. I think that'd be cool. Probably. Yep. Maybe we'll do it one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, put it on your, I'll put it on your Google Calendar for you. Yeah. For now, just send people to this podcast. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing with your GMB, you can go get inside of your GMB. Like you can log into your GMB profile. Mm-hmm. There's You have services in there. You need to go select every service under the sun that's related to your service, mm. whether you do it or not, mm-hmm. I want the phone call for it. Sure. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's how I roll. So faucet repair, faucet installation, water heater repair, water heater installation, just go get as many services that you can in there. And I think in your GMB, you can even add services that aren't already in there. So sure. you can go type in like custom ones, mm. go do that work. Okay. That gets your GMB done. Second thing I'd want is a nice looking website with my awesome brand that I already have set up. Yeah, my sister built mine. It's super cool. Yeah, with don't do that. What? Come on. With all the messaging, talking to my customer, giving them that perceived value, right? So now all your messaging is the same between your GMB Mm -hmm. and your website. Sure. And then when they call you on the phone and when they experience you, it's all seamless and makes sense, (laughs) right? Yeah, it's all integrating, integrated together. Now, does your marketing agency, does it, can it do those things on your GMB profile? Yeah, a good marketing company will go in and do all those things. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, all three of those things that are mm, normally missed. You might have to ask them, but sure. That's But your they job. would know how. Yes, they yeah, can help you. you. Oh, how much do you think, okay, because when people get upset with their marketing companies, how much do you think, I mean, obviously this is a crazy question because there's so many variables, Yeah. but most of the time it's, well, the marketing company didn't uphold whatever bargain. Yeah. Now, I guess it would be good to know how much is possible to do on the plumbing business owner side to say, I for sure did my side. 
Yeah. And something like you still don't seem to be doing your side. Yeah. Um, Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. Plumbers don't understand marketing. Sure. So all the stuff we just talked about in the GMB, most people don't know it. Right. Right. So what they need to do is they need to go understand marketing. Mm -hmm. They need to know it through and through, in and out, how it works, what it looks like. Maybe not all the super infinite details. Yeah, maybe the technical how-tos probably. Yeah, they probably don't need, need to know, know the technical how-tos. They don't need to be able to do it themselves, but they need to understand the concepts and what needs to happen, right? Oh, man, yeah. So that mm. when they hire a marketing company, they need to understand a marketing company is just like your company. Mm. My company makes mistakes <laughs> all the time, right? Yeah. We do dumb crap all the time. Yeah. But people keep using us because when they come back to us and they communicate with us, we mm. always make it right. Mm -hmm. We always go the extra mile to make sure they're taken care of. Mm -hmm. That's what you want in your marketing company. Mm. Okay, You want a marketing company that will handle a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of hiring individual parts and pieces mm -hmm. because it all ties together. And you want yeah. all of your messaging, all of your colors, all of your branding. You want every piece talking to mm. each other, mm -hmm. right? That's why I like one marketing company to handle all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing you can't get a marketing company to do that I know of is decent social media. So yeah, that one I would either do myself or hire it out. Yeah. Um, the marketing company is going to make mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. And they had just like you, they have people working for them that, sure. and they have budgets they got to hit mm -hmm. and they're trying to handle a lot of customers and they're trying to make money and it's not their business. Mm -hmm. It's your business. So you are ultimately responsible for it. Yeah, sure. Don't just, yeah, you can't. Because what's going to happen is if you don't take responsibility and learn yeah. the stuff, mm -hmm. you're just going to keep making the same mistakes. Yep. And with marketing, like it's going to hurt a lot. Yep. Like you will never grow until you figure out the marketing component. Yes. So what I would want in a marketing company is somebody that I can communicate with, that I can go to with these things. And they'll be like, yeah, that's a great idea. Here's how we can do that. Sure. Right? Mm. And here's probably how much you should spend on that. Mm -hmm. Or we think we could, you know, or go to the marketing company and be like, hey, I need more jobs. Like, we're doing this, this, and this. What else can we be doing? Sure. Or can we spend more money somewhere? Yeah, assume that there's something more that you can do to yes. get the result. Because I think what happens is like, hey, I'm not getting any phone calls. What are you guys doing wrong? Yep, and they'll fire them. Yeah, and I mean, that's like, that's a very, and I don't that, know. It, uh, to me, it usually boils down to the second half of this conversation, mm -hmm. which is how to price your services so that you can actually afford your marketing. Sure. Right? I think that's where most people fail. So yeah, sure. they're looking at the marketing company, they're like, I'm paying you 10 grand a month and I'm not getting a thousand phone calls. What the frick? <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's and it's, true. it's not that drastic, but yeah. that's pretty much what they're doing. Yeah. When in reality, all the marketing company is doing is saying, hey, we're handling your online presence. Yeah. So they might they'll help you set your budgets yeah but ultimately that's and they got your credit card and yeah whatever. but that's your responsibility mm -hmm. i always go to my marketing company and say um how much do you think we need to spend mm -hmm. in order to you know get this many leads and they'll say mm, you know we could probably get those they'll reverse engineer it and yeah they're trying to spend as little money as of your money as possible and get the most amount of results mm -hmm. For me as the business owner, I want to say mm. I'm willing to spend more money to see if we can get more results, yeah. right? It's your business. Yeah, You know your business. Are you trying to grow? Are you trying to shrink? What are you trying to do, <laughs> right? Do you want more leads or less leads? Mm -hmm. I want more leads. I'm going to spend more. Mm -hmm. 
So it's your responsibility to understand the pieces, how they work, how it all fits together. Go to the marketing company and say, hey, I noticed on my GMB there's products. Mm-hmm. We sh- can we put some products in there? These are the products I offer. Mm-hmm. And if you have a marketing company that's like, yeah, we can do that, and sure. they go put products in yep. there, you found a good marketing yeah, company. Yeah, saves you the time it's, to do that yourself. Yes, it's a communication thing, Yeah, right? Yep. But a lot of the times you have to be the one that says, hey, I want updates on my GMB. Mm-hmm. I see they have updates down here. Mm-hmm. I heard on Jared's podcast, it's important. Right. Can we do that? Yep. Yeah, certainly we can do that. Mm-hmm. It's, and that's the, it's a relationship. Yeah. And I think approaching it like, Hey, what do you need for me to better optimize this? And especially if you learn, like I learned about these things, how are they going to optimize your GMB if you don't ever give them pictures? Oh, dude, they're not going to be able to do that. (laughs) How are they going to build your website? If, if you don't give them pictures, speaking to my pain points, how are they going to put a video on your website, speaking to your customers, giving them value, raising the perceived value of your customer. If you don't ever go film that video, yeah, it's not going to happen. You have to be the one to go do those things. Yeah. Right? So it's not good enough just to hire a marketing company and then go, all right, I just wait six months. I'm going to be in the no. money. Nope. There's things that like you can actively be doing to optimize that process. Yep. And so that, yeah, in six months when everything's kicking, it's actually at its best form. Yes. Okay. Mm, awesome. Google My Business website. I would put a video of talking to my customers on there. Mm-hmm. If you, the business owner, can learn to set up a camera and record a halfway decent video, mm-hmm. even if you record it line by line and you have to edit it down mm-hmm. into cuts. The cool part about YouTube is that it made cutting videos, like making video cuts every 10, five seconds, three seconds, mm-hmm. it's normal now. Yeah. So now you, the business owner, you can literally get a tripod for your phone, yep. you can get a cheapo light, and you can film videos mm-hmm. and talk to your audience. That is some, that is a, like the world's, greatest advantage it's like this thing that you have Mm. that you can use to talk to your customers that nobody else is going to be willing to do super underutilized because a lot of times it's scary and because it's scary because it seems that it's not going to work there's like no i'm not gonna my time is better spent mm, i'm a plumber doing this or like taking this phone call or doing this like i'm not gonna make no stupid video no you're a business owner you gotta do whatever the frick it takes yeah to get in front of your customers and preach to them so that you can be successful. Yeah. And you and like like you say, like your phone is probably very capable of doing that. Yeah. Like if you're a business owner, you probably have like an iPhone or at Huge least like a Samsung or something. And if you don't, go buy one. Yeah. Like just go get it's one. It's like fifty bucks a month. Go even if you pay for the whole thing. What is it? A thousand bucks? Like thousand, fifteen hundred, something 1500 like that. Mm-hmm. To get a phone that you can then film on mm-hmm. and talk to your audience. Mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. You can take pictures and film videos around your shop. Right. Massive. Right. Massive benefit. Huge. Those are the things that your competition isn't willing to do. Right. Those are the things that are going to make you stand out mm-hmm. in your community. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that are going to make you successful mm-hmm. because nobody else wants to do them. And again, because it's hard. And we're talking like those are the things you do now that will yield success in the short to medium yep. term, but in the long term will contribute massively to your success. I filmed that video on our website once. Yeah. Sure. I learned how to edit it myself. Mm-hmm. Probably took me like a day, right? <laughs> yeah. To to like film the video, to write the script, to film the video and to edit it down. Probably took me a day. Probably took me two days to learn how to use the camera and two days to learn how to use the editing software and a day to actually create the video. Mm-hmm. It's been running for two years. Two years it's been providing me value. Yeah. Right. 
totally worth the time involved. Mm -hmm. And what that did is then it set me up to be able to make videos. Sure. I have to learn that skill again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got better at it over time, but that's ultimately what has led us to here. Yeah, to right? us talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. To creating, now we have two cameras and crazy microphones yeah. and audio interfaces yeah. and all this stuff. It's right? funny because at the time you created that, you weren't like, one day this is going to be me and Joel on a podcast. No. That's mm -hmm. where this is going. I just knew I have to communicate to my customers mm. somehow. So I bought a Sony camera mm -hmm. and a lens. I probably spent a couple grand on camera, lens, microphone. No idea how to use it. Watched a ton of YouTube videos. Figured it out. Got I got some free audit editing software. Mm -hmm. Learned how to use it because it was easy enough for me to use. Mm -hmm. And then made it. At that time, that? hold up, what's that software that I used? Filmora. Filmora. Yeah. If you need editing software that's super easy to use, you can use Filmora. I don't know if there's free versions anymore. It's like ten bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to kill yeah. you. And if it is, the second half of this conversation is for you. But my question, <laughs> yeah. maybe even to lead into that, was like when you did that, because I mean, I can hear like, like Jared, I hear what you're saying, but dude, I don't got the time to do all this. Yeah. Like my life is like balls to the wall work. Mm -hmm. And then the little time that I do have outside of work, like I'm just trying to be with my family so they know I exist a little bit. Yeah. So when you were making that video, had you figured out your pricing yet? Or were mm -hmm. you at what part were you in that? Way too late. <laughs> I was way too late in the game on that. Sure. Because we were, I, I had a general manager. I had a few guys. Um, I had left my business for two weeks. Some stuff mm. broke. We fixed it. Mm. And then I left for a month. We had our most successful month ever. Mm. And then on that month where I was gone, I wrote my SOPs. Right. We came back. We put the SOPs on Trainual, started training the guys mm -hmm. on them. And in, so we were having our most successful month. It was the month of December. Biggest month ever. Uh, revenue wise and profit wise. Mm -hmm. Then January, I lost 30 grand. Mm -hmm. February, I lost 20 grand. March, I lost 30 grand. <laughs> <laughs> and mm -hmm. so, and there was two problems. Number one, my customers didn't know who we were, what we stood for, mm -hmm. and the value we brought to the marketplace. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Right? Piece in the timeline. So together. my pay per click costs were extremely high. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's all that you had in that moment? Pay-per-click, Google Local Services. Gotcha. So you were I mean, just... I had my GMB. I had my website. Sure. We had vans running around, but I wasn't like, I wasn't actively speaking to my customers. Mm. There was no active engagement into my customers before mm -hmm. they needed us. Mm -hmm. And that's when I decided to make that change. It was like February. And if I, we'd lost 50 grand and I was like, I can't sustain this. So what's the problem? Yeah. And I deemed that the problem was nobody who knew who we were, or what we stood for. Mm -hmm. Right. So we were attracting any old customer to our business. And a lot of them were getting pissed off because we were more expensive mm -hmm. and they just weren't a good customer. Sure. And if I could just communicate that in a roundabout sort of way, we're super good at all this stuff, which makes us really expensive. Mm. And we start attracting the right kind of customer mm. and it worked. Mm. Second part of that was, at that point in time in my business, I was still slightly underpriced. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really realize it because we were so busy. Sure, the busyness was a smokescreen. The busyness was a smokescreen. So we were making money, mm -hmm. right? Um, we were busy and we were growing as well. Sure. So I was spending lots of money on tools and vans yeah, and sure. all this stuff. And I thought, 
I'm not making profit because I'm spending all this money on growing. Right. The reality was mm. it was mm-hmm. both. We were busy, so we were actually had the money to spend on vans and all uh-huh. that stuff. But the second we got like normal busy, mm. I, I was losing money. Sure. So you were not profitable. Not profitable. Mm. And it took me a long time to like, re- it took me like three months of losing tens of thousands of dollars every single month to mm-hmm. like really for all this stuff to click, right? Mm-hmm. I was reading books, listening to podcasts. And were you stuff. reading books because you're like, I'm losing money. Did you think to yourself, I'm losing money and I don't know why? Like, was that a clear Man. thought in your head or? Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. And and really, I knew why. I just didn't want to admit it to myself. Mm, I knew I was just underpriced. Interesting. But I was like, there's no way. Like, I didn't think I could get any more. We were yeah. already the most expensive in town. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way I can get more expensive. Yeah. Um, and t- there's two books I read that completely changed my life. Mm. There was, actually, was a, there was a book I read and an interview I watched. Mm. And I watched the interview because I read the book. Mm. I read Ken Goodrich's redo of The E-Myth. Right. The E-Myth was an awesome book. Read it before. Ken Goodrich's version, <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> um, but so then I learned who Ken Goodrich is, yeah. and then I watched an interview with him and Tommy Mello yeah. on a podcast in Tommy Mello's office, and he talked about how when he goes into a market, he's he positions himself as the most expensive. Mm. And I was like, wow, really? Yeah, it just jumps in just there jumps and says, this is my most spot. Expensive. It's like, huh, that's interesting. And then I read... Alex Hormozzi's 100 million offer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's the one who talked about the problems and the solutions. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I literally went to all the Google reviews in my area mm-hmm. and I had made a giant list of all the problems mm-hmm. and I made a giant list of how we solve those. And I was like, ding, this is what I have to mm-hmm. tell the community. Sure. I can bring them value before they ever call us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. Right. The other thing in that book is there was a quote by Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy is like old school direct marketer, right? Yeah, yep. Um, the quote was, there's no strategic benefit to being the second cheapest in your market, but there's a huge strategic benefit to being the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Because now... You should put that on your t-shirt. I should. Like, it's one of my most favorite phrases, yeah. right? And he explains it in the book of like, now because you're the most expensive, guess what you can do? You can spend the most amount of money to take care of your customers. Mm. You can spend the most amount of money to hire good people in your business. Mm-hmm. You can spend the most amount of money on good equipment and good tools. Mm-hmm. And you can spend the most amount of money on marketing. Mm. Right? Yep. Yeah, so that's the result. That, like, is, the that is the strategic benefit to being the most expensive. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I said, screw it. I'm in this business to make money. If this takes us down, it takes us down. Sure. Because I'm going down either way. Yeah, like, you're losing money every month. I might, so this like... is either going to succeed or go down, or I'm going to go down. So I mm. jumped my prices to what it actually needed to be to stay in business and be profitable. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, we have made lots of money. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it has allowed me to hire good people, to mm. treat them well, mm. to pay people well, to run a good business, to take care of customers, to do really good marketing, to then provide tons more opportunity out just outside of my business, which is awesome. Yeah. Right. So unforeseen benefits, even of just that. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to, you know, kind of the second topic that we need to talk about, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't until, you know, it was I was spending tons of money on Google mm-hmm. and it was, and if I stopped, my customers went away. Right. 
So what I had to do was continue to spend tons of money on Google mm-hmm. while I started preaching my message out to the community. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you had to continue to lose money. No, what I needed to do, what I needed to do was recognize Google leads cost sure this much money mm-hmm. in my marketplace. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. If I want a lead, I have to pay this much. Um, the only way to trick that is by getting to the customer before they go to Google, right? Yeah. And getting buy-in for your company. Sure. So you're kind of like hedging the bets in your favor. Yeah, sure. Right? On Google. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only way to trick Google, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do would be to completely cut Google out so that they're not even going to Google. They're just coming to you. Yep, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that takes time. Like yep. all the stuff we talked about in the beginning of this podcast took us an hour and a half to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot of time in real life to actually do and pull off yep. and get in, get that information to the community mm-hmm. and then to get them to remember it and recognize it and understand it. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot of time. Consistency, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So if Google costs a certain amount of money, you need to price your services in a way that allows you to spend on that cost. Mm-hmm. Regardless, mm, yep. There, that is the strategic benefit of being the most expensive in your sure. market. Now it doesn't matter what leads cost; I can always spend more on a lead mm-hmm. than everybody else in my market because I'm the most expensive. Right. Right. Yep. And so a lot of people think they're just going to lose all their customers. Nobody's going to buy anything from them, and their business is going to go down. But the reality is, if you have the marketing system in place then you go spend money on marketing, you get enough customers in your door and you start attracting the right ones to your Mm -hmm. business, they will buy at the more expensive price. There's businesses all over the United States doing it Mm. and that's how they're winning, right? That's how they're dominating their markets. Mm -hmm. So they're able to, like um, Tommy Mello calls it, like he says, "Are are you charging enough like, are you dominating on Google? Right. Are you charging your customer enough to dominate Google? Mm-hmm. That needs to be your goal. I'm going to dominate Google, mm-hmm. right? In a specific area. Yeah, of course. You don't have to dominate Google for the whole United States or <laughs> dominate Google for the whole million people in your city. Right, yep. But you can dominate Google for this one zip code mm-hmm. or dominate Google for these five neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You can just dominate, right? Those are my neighborhoods. Ain't nobody touching these neighborhoods. They're mine. Mm -hmm. Um, So the way to think about this, like if you go put, like you can download our hourly rate calculator if Mm -hmm. there's a link in the description if you're watching on YouTube. You can go get this. And in there, there's a marketing section, right? Mm -hmm. And there's there's a whole video accompanying the calculator on how to use it. But um, if you go in there into that calculator and you say, okay, I want to spend $200,000 on marketing this year, which we spend about 500,000 a year mm-hmm. on marketing. So, in my calculator personally, I still I use that very same calculator. Mm-hmm. We've got a $500,000 budget for marketing, which sounds insane. Um that all gets calculated down into an hourly rate. Mm-hmm. So that any time that a customer pays you, mm-hmm. they're paying you to spend more money on marketing, mm-hmm. right? So every time you get a new customer in the door, I go spend money on a customer, customer comes in the door, they pay me, and I make their portion of the marketing back, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. 
And it's all calculated on how many customers you're going to sell and all that kind of stuff, right? And so then I have this infinite ability to spend on customers mm -hmm. because every customer I get is paying me to get a new customer, Yep. right? Mm. Makes sense? Mm -hmm. Not coming out of my profits. No. Not at all. There's a few things that you can do as well to optimize that system, mm -hmm. right? To get so that when they pay you mm -hmm. money, now all of a sudden they're paying you enough money, like you can start acquiring them cheaper overall. Okay? Sure, 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 sure. It's not really acquiring them cheaper. Right, because the cost of, you're still paying Google this amount <coughs> when you acquire them. You're still paying Google the same amount to get them, but you can raise how much that customer pays you over the lifetime of that customer, right? Mm. So there's two parts to that. There's there's how how often that customer is going to refer you. So if I pay for one customer, right, and he refers me to two more, mm -hmm. essentially I got three customers for the price of one. Right, sure. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, there's a thing called lifetime, we'll call it lifetime value. Um, some people track lifetime value. Some people tr track lifetime gross profit value. Sure. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it it kind of does when you get into the numbers, but for the sake of this, we'll just call it lifetime value. Sure. Like how much revenue does that customer pay mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. So if I can raise how many times I do business with this person, right? right or how much money they're going to pay me over the lifetime of that customer, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, every single customer is worth more. Okay. Right. So if I acquire a customer, and the typical customer spends over a two-year period $1,000 with me, mm -hmm. then I'm making $1,000 every time I spend to acquire one customer. Mm -hmm. If I can raise that lifetime value mm -hmm. to 2000 right? Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, this customer is paying me $2,000 every time I go and acquire a customer. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I can literally just pay more for a customer because I'm making more off the customer on the back end, right? Right. So if you can learn how to retain your customers longer and get them to reuse you, mm -hmm. there's, there's a few parts to increasing lifetime value. You can increase how much they spend with you in the first place, mm -hmm. right? Sure. Which is another strategic benefit of being the most expensive in the marketplace mm -hmm. because you immediately raise the lifetime value of your customer. Sure. Because they're yep. just spending more with you, mm -hmm. right? Even right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, job one. Mm -hmm. Or you can bill them more than, you know, bill them more. So right. more often, right? Mm -hmm. So you can raise each individual bill or you can get them to pay you more often as well, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Two ways you can raise lifetime value. Getting them to pay you more, you can raise your rates. You can do a better job looking at the whole picture and bringing things to their attention when you're at their house, sure. right? Um, those are really the two ways to do that. Getting them to pay you more times, like have you out for more visits, right? Mm -hmm. You can implement a membership program. Mm -hmm. You can just make sure you do a really good job and they're likely to call you back, yep. right? So you can think about those things in your business and now all of a sudden you have greatly increased mm -hmm. your ability to spend more on a customer. Mm -hmm. So if if like our, I don't know what our lifetime um, revenue value is, but our lifetime gross profit value mm -hmm. is 3,300 bucks over a two year period. Sure. So I imagine it's only gonna go up. Because we have customers that have been with us for the whole two years, yep. right? A lot of them. Mm -hmm. And I imagine they're going to continue to be with us. So right. that number is just going to keep climbing. Mm -hmm. But for instance, you know, our average ticket is $2,900. $2, mm -hmm. So we know that 
if we get them once, on average, they're going to spend 2900 with us yeah. the first time. Mm-hmm. Over a lifetime, so far over a two-year period, they're $3,300 gross profit. Mm-hmm. So that's after I pay my guys, after we pay the materials, oh. we're left with $3,300 gross mm-hmm. profit, not including overhead, right? Sure. We're left with $3,300 gross profit mm-hmm. lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I now know that I can spend a lot of money to acquire a customer. Yes. Right? Yeah. So when you hear a $500 lead, what are you thinking? I don't care. You're like, cool. That Here's the other good. deal. <laughs> so think about this now. Now I, I know that I can get a $2,900 average ticket off of each customer, plus I can make $3,300 gross profit, plus we're doing such a good job that they're referring us to two of their mm, friends, Sure. right? So now you add that back in. I acquire that one customer. Mm-hmm. I get three $2,900 average tickets. Mm-hmm. It's almost nine grand. Mm-hmm. <coughs> What's the real math on that? 8,700? Yeah, something like that. $8,700 from acquiring that one $500 customer. Mm-hmm. And I get, oh gosh, $9,900 of <laughs> gross profit Yeah, from spending $500 on one Google lead. Yeah. Right? Okay. That, my friend, mm-hmm. you're my friend today. Oh. You're welcome. Oh, yes. That is it's better how, than a bonus. That is how you outspend your entire market on marketing. Right. It doesn't that that mm. lead could cost me a thousand dollars and I would still be willing to spend it. Yeah. Because I'm gonna make it back. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Plus, if it was a thousand dollars, guess what I would do? I would raise my rates sure. to reflect how much it costs me to do marketing. Right. It doesn't matter what your marketing costs. Mm-hmm. It costs a certain amount to get a customer. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to spend it. Mm-hmm. You have to charge your customer for that. Mm-hmm. And then you have to learn how to retain them and raise how much money you make off them, each individual job, and how to get them to do more jobs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Those are the things you have to think about. Now, we uh, does that make sense? It, yeah, it makes. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Okay. I mean, it, it just comes from an awareness of like- I don't like, know why it's here on my table, but it is. That's right. I've been watching <laughs> right, right on there on your table right there the whole time. So you're fine. My fingers are customers. Yeah, and yeah. And this is these the, are the landscape. Invoices. And yeah, exactly. It's all playing <laughs> in my brain right there. It's like an AR experience. Cool. Okay, good. Okay, now stack this on top of that. Mm-hmm. Ready? Think about the social media and the- educating your customers and attracting customers who want to do business with you. Mm-hmm. That will go and lower your lead cost. Sure, so it's even lower. So it's even lower. Mm-hmm. Well, now you can really blow up your marketing, okay? Mm-hmm. So for instance, like I said earlier on this podcast, our lead cost, like pay-per-click lead cost, went from four to, I think it was four to 600 to like one to Maybe two to three hundred, yeah, one fifty to three hundred, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. We literally cut it in half, right? Mm-hmm. So now we get customers from pay per click for half the cost, sure, because people understand our value, right? And we attract the right kind of customer to our business. Mm-hmm. Now we're spending one hundred and fifty dollars to get nine thousand nine hundred dollars worth of gross profit value. Mm, sure. That's huge. Yeah, that's, that's a, a huge. Those are some pretty good margins right there. Huge, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the power of tying all this stuff together and thinking about all of those are individual parts, mm-hmm. but they fit together so incredibly well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and to all who are listening to this, chances are people are not doing this in your market. No. 
And if they yeah. are, it's very, very few of them that are, so that yeah. when you start to do it, you will be already like so far ahead and yep. setting yourself up to, to be successful. Yep. And I think like one of these points is anything else is setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Anything this else is, is just, just a slow, it's just a slow version of failure. Yeah. It's failing in slow motion. Yeah. I'm not a genius. I didn't invent this stuff. It's just literally just like normal business practices. Yeah. Which is right? what, what we tell people all the time. Like the beauty of the plumbing business is the reasons why they are slowly failing is very basic in the sense of like rudimentary. Yep. Like you're not charging enough. The reason why you're not charging is because the market isn't used to actual proper prices. Yep. So you have a huge hesitancy to do so. Yep. And since you're not charging enough, you don't have enough time to think about all the stuff that we've been talking about. Exactly. And that is what's killing you. And that is why, again, your business is just slowly failing. Yep. And inevitably it will, or something will give in your life that will make it impossible for you to continue. So it's like, I think you're just going to wear out. Yeah, exactly. Like That's gonna, what always happened like, to me. I like, just wore myself out. I'd be like, geez, this and, is hard. And the sad thing is, is being priced low isn't so low that you fail immediately. It's just low enough that you think you have a hope to make it happen. And you believe that you're really good at what you do. So of course it will work and you'll work harder and you'll do these yeah. things. You'll make these personal sacrifices, telling your family, your wife and your kids, oh, it's going to be different. I am doing this. But since your pricing isn't right, it's not going to work. Right. And so if you get your pricing correctly, then you can actually have space in your life to be able to think about how to do the things and implement them like we talked about in this podcast. Yep. And then be able to market well. Yep. Because that's... That's your strategic benefit. And yeah. it's, not even that there, it's not even a strategic benefit. It's just how you win. Mm. It's just how you actually be successful. Mm -hmm. There's no... It's not trickery. It's not magical. It's not anything. It's just, this is, it's just the path to winning. Yeah. Right. It's the path to being successful. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this, you have an incredible advantage because most people don't know this. Most people know they have no idea. And the obvious evidence is like you plumbing business owner, like wherever you're priced at, you probably priced it with other people. The business owner that's listening to this podcast has a huge advantage. Number yeah. Just in the fact that they're even just willing to go listen to a podcast yeah, to make sure. their business better. <laughs> yeah. Like that is a huge advantage. They're already miles ahead. Yeah. Right. Now, if you could just take the things that we say and f implement them, wow. Like yeah. you, you will you will kill it. Yeah. Like that's the thing. If nothing, like if you grab that pricing calculator and and here's the thing, we give these pricing calculators out to like thousands of people. Yeah. And probably 1% of them actually use them. 1% of them actually fill them out. It's kind yes. of funny, like, like you can download the video, and I did my darndest to like walk you guys through how to fill this thing out mm -hmm. properly, mm -hmm. right? Um, because I want you to fill it out. I want you to be able to fix your prices. Yeah, Jared's not going to film you a 12-minute video that's not helpful. That's why it's like it's a 45-minute video. Yeah, it's, it's a commitment. It's a long video. Mm -hmm. But if, if you really care about your business, you'll download it, you'll watch it, you'll think about it, you'll think about the things we say in this podcast, you will do your damnedest to fill that calculator out. Mm -hmm. People pay us to get in our course, okay? Mm -hmm. And part of our course is you book a call with me and we walk you through your hourly rate calculator. Mm -hmm. I've had out of the, I don't even know how many people have gone through our course. I had my very first call the other day mm -hmm. where somebody actually filled it out really well. Oh, dang. What a stud. One call. <laughs> what a stud. <laughs> of all the people that I've talked to, mm -hmm. right? 
one finally filled it out really well. It was mm-hmm. like, I told him, dude, this is the best I have ever yeah. seen this calculator filled out. You're going to do great. You get gold stars. You're going to kill it. Yeah. Like, you don't even... You don't even need me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you win. <laughs> yeah, it was rad. Yeah. Like he actually like took it seriously, went through it, filled it out t- to the best of his ability, mm-hmm. right? Watched all the videos, understood what I was saying, made sure to think about it, understood the concepts, mm-hmm. dug in to really know how it works. It was cool. Man, and if you're not going to make the time to educate yourself about your business and how to get that sucker fixed, go like, get a job. Go get a job, please, for your and your family's sake. Yeah, go get a friggin' job at Payton. Quit struggling. Yeah, Payton. <laughs> quit struggling your business and go get a job. Yeah, because like, it's just not quit. Because everything is stacked against you. Yeah, and the things you're doing aren't going to fix it. There's people in there's people in my marketplace, and after traveling a bit and then moving, it's literally every single marketplace in the United States. I have never been anywhere where pe- where I don't see plumbers, one truck chucking it, excuse me, driving around in their van, and they're going to work that way until they can't. Yeah. And it's freaking sad. Super sad. There was, I, I tell the story a lot, but there's one particular guy in Fairbanks who ran his business, I want to say for... At least 20 years. Yeah, long, right? at least 20. At least 30. 20. He had some guys, mm-hmm. and he was one of the more expensive ones in the market even. He wasn't the most expensive. He was probably the second most expensive. No strategic benefit, mm-hmm. right? And he worked in the field in his business for 20-some years, and at the end of the day, couldn't sell it. Mm-hmm. It was worth literally nothing. Mm. I think he sold it for a little bit of money but not anything life-changing, not anything that you're able to retire off of. Right. Nothing. Sad. Mm-hmm. My brother, he bought his business from a guy. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Bought it for, he bought it for, even my brother, he bought the business for a million bucks. Sure. Which sounded like a lot of money when he bought it. Mm-hmm. But thinking about, you know, he paid it off over a five-year period, paid $200,000 a year for five years. Mm-hmm. That's all the guy got for his business. Mm-hmm. He, no retirement. The guy has no retirement. Yeah, sure. 200000 right? for five years. That's not enough. Like, no, that's not enough. Even if then you live off 100000 that only gets you 10 years out. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're like 90 when you sold it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who wants to work till they're 90? Yeah. Like even then I'd be saying, the guy had to work till he was 90. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're going to build it, build something of value. Yeah. Build something good. And please hear us when you say that there is a way to do it. Provide a good service to the community. Mm. Take care of your employees. Set yourself up for success. Don't half-ass it. Mm. Do it well. Mm. If you're not, go get a job. (laughs) Dude, let's call it. That was good. Yeah. Go be a good plumber somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Cool, man. Cool. Thanks, Jared. See you, Holmes. See ya.